0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with the author of Mother Pupping Adorable. I'll tell you all about her and her book as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors.
0: Here's an alarming statistic more than two thirds of dogs and cats have oral health disease by the age of three, and one of the indicators is bad breath. Do your pets have a healthy mouth? Do you cringe when it's time for a kiss or a snuggle? Let's get to the cause. Harmful bacteria in their mouth and bad breath is just the start. The bad bacteria cause tartar and oral disease, which can lead to serious overall health problems. It's critical to make sure your pet's oral health is the best it can be, as good dental health is key to optimizing their overall health. Now, good news. It's easy and affordable to improve their oral health with Probiora Pet. Just one scoop of this dental care probiotic mixed into their food daily floods the mouth with positive bacteria, which crowds out the bad. This means better oral health and fresher breath. Probiora Pet is an all-natural dental care probiotic. It's odor and taste-free, so your pets will still enjoy their chow. We want to keep your pets healthy. During National Pet Oral Health Month, our listeners can save 10%. Go to ProbioraPet.com and use PLR10 at checkout. That's ProbioraPet.com. Use PLR10 at checkout to save 10%. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent, a corporate attorney. She's an author, an inventor, researcher, and entrepreneur. She's an adventure seeker, a road tripper. She loves her coffee and seeing the world. She is a fitness fanatic and adrenaline junkie. She loves to drink cocktails and is wife to Brad mom to humans by the name of JJ and Bo. She's dogma to Ruby, Dozer, and Zoe. She's horse horsema to eight horses. We're not sure if horse horsema is a term that people use because I specialize in dogs and cats, but we're going to go with it. And she's also a polo player. How cool is that? She shares her life with chickens, cats and soon will be adding goats to her collection she is somewhat that doesn't understand why any dog wouldn't want to hang out with her she's founder of the popular pets blog author of mother pupping adorable what to do when your dog is better than everyone else's which is a tongue-in-cheek guide to navigating life with your dog her name is kendra clark and she is my guest tonight thank you kendra
2: for being on the show Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you and have a drink as well.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely.
2: I am very excited. It's not every day
1: that I get to speak to an up-and-coming author with a super cool and novel book. But before we get into all that, I want to introduce our drinking game today. If you are participating in our drinking game, grab your drink. And every time that you hear this word.
2: The secret word is mother puppin.
1: Make sure you take a sip of whatever it is you're enjoying, but make sure you are over 21 in the U.S. to partake, never drink and drive and always drink responsibly. What are you having tonight, Kendra?
2: I have a a hard seltzer called Nude. Ooh, Nude. A
1: little sassy. We're going to talk dating and dogs and I get a little sassy in the second game. So cheers to you. I'm actually having something that my husbandger slash husband slash manager slash bartender made for me because we're recording a little late today. He was home and he heard that you're an attorney and he made me a scufflaw Cocktail dating back to prohibition, where people who were, you know, above the law and drinking alcohol were called scoff laws. So, this is a drink inspired by that period. It was created by Henry's Bar in Paris, and my husband had to make it a tribute to the attorney in the house. So, cheers to you. Thank you for being on
2: the show. Cheers.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, I always like to introduce my show with a game. And, uh, I want to get into that whole corporate attorney by day, fun author about pets at night, but I'm not really sure that that's how it worked out. So I want to learn more about how this all came to be in our game called Keep Your Day Job. (laughs) And in this game, this is a quick fire challenge where I'm going to ask you about this process and this journey to writing Mother Pupping Adorable. So I want to learn about how, you made this all happen as a corporate attorney, a mom having to care for all those animals.
2: So the first
1: question I have for you is how did you manage a day job and writing a book simultaneously?
2: Many early mornings and a great support system. Ooh,
1: Okay. That's good. I don't do mornings. So it might be a while before I write my book. All right. Do you ever work on the popular pets at work?
2: I try not to, but I have to admit sometimes it does come up. It's a bit addictive.
1: It is. And it's when this inspiration strikes, I'm sure you just want to share what you're sharing, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. And I'll catch up on work later. Exactly. Exactly. How many hours a week do you work on all your professional endeavors?
2: So my day job, for sure, at least 50. And then I would say my blog and writing and chatting with great people like you, probably about 15. Holy moly, holy moly. All right, she is a hard worker, can we tell? All right, and then how do you stay motivated? Lots of, well, I love what I do. Um, And then also lots of fun time. So work hard, play hard is my motto. Ooh, I love it. There you go. I love that so much. All right. So
1: where do you find the energy to do all of this? To work hard, play hard, write, law, all that stuff that you do.
2: I don't know that I've found the energy, but I do keep going with caffeine and good times and good people.
1: Caffeine, good times, and a nice hard seltzer every once in a while, right? Exactly. All right. Exactly. Well, you know what? I am going to read a little bit of your book because I love that it covers so many facets of dog ownership. One of the hardest things that we do when we get a new dog is naming the dog. Mm -hmm. So here is what a little excerpt of what you have to say in Mother Pupping Adorable about naming dogs. That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Romeo and Juliet. According to Juliet, Romeo would still be perfect, even if he were not called Romeo. However, even though Juliet bore the pressures of feuding families, she did not have the pressures of modern day society to contend with. Adorable names matter and set the stage for invoking that awe. In the end, what we name are dog mirrors and contain some of the most deeply held hopes and profoundly felt intuitions. Our ultimate selection will serve as a genre guide and point towards our dog being what we most want him to be or connect us to a cherished memory or bucket list aspiration. It is so true. Coming up with a name is so much more than just do I like the sound of it? It has to have meaning. It has to sound good. But you also make a good point that it has to work on social media. So what recommendations do you have when somebody's getting a new pet and they want their pet to be Insta-famous, what do you say to them?
2: Check social media and make sure that name is free (laughs) without a dot space or any other thing that is just confusing. Oh,
1: yes. You don't want to have to get creative with like hyphens and underscores and things like that. I totally agree. All right. So can the average person who sets out to make their pet Instagram famous really accomplish that goal? Absolutely.
2: It does take time, right? It's not going to happen overnight, but for sure. And you know what makes you Insta famous most of the time? Is being interesting, right? right? And how how
1: many hours a week do you think somebody would have to invest in social media and their pet to
2: be interesting? Yeah. And I think it depends, right? If you're already living an awesome life and you can take a picture of your dog at the beach and you can take a picture of your dog doing fun things and you're already doing those things, well, it really would fit into your lifestyle. Whereas when it's not natural and it's not part of what you already do, that's going to be a little more of an effort. And so there's where the rubber meets the road.
1: It's so funny. You should say that because I have three dogs. They're awesome. They're wonderful. I adore them. And they used to have like a really good following amongst my peers and stuff. I never made them Insta famous. I never gave them their own social media handles or anything, even though when we were living in Louisiana and I had four of them and I And then I had five kittens I was fostering all that. They did kind of become a little Insta famous for a second, but like the pandemic hit and I like, we don't do anything. We don't go anywhere. They're always on the couch. So if I were supposed to like document their lives, it would be like them stretching here or them laying there or them having dinner again, or begging for food from my kids again. So you make a really good point. Like we really need to live full lives that include our pets in order to share that interesting life with others. So do you have any recommendations on
2: how to do that? How to include our pets more? Sure. Yeah. So if you're um, going for a walk, there's actually a a funny chart in the book about even those sites around you, the playground, the library, and all different kind of like a map key to great spots for photo ops. And so I think we can, we just need to think about it. And you know, that uh, picture of your dog in the dog bed with a little bit poor lighting, is not it, right? But everywhere else around town, out and about, visiting the library, sharing a puppuccino at Starbucks, there's a surprising amount of places where we can find some interesting and fun photos to share with others where you will get that app.
1: Absolutely. I love that. Okay. so, So do your pets have their own Instagram handles?
2: They do not because I have to focus on such, so much time and energy for the popular pets and, and other projects that I have. So not today, unfortunately, but I am working on a new project related to goats and they surely will as well. And I think the same principles will apply, except they may not be at Starbucks sharing a puppuccino with me.
1: No, I, from what I've seen on social media about goats, you don't want to take them anywhere near anywhere in public. That might be a a
2: huge liability because goats
1: can get a little out of control, but I will for sure follow because what is more adorable than goats? Like I mean, only puppies and kittens would probably be more adorable than goats. All right. So your, your pets don't have their own Instagram, but do you have some
2: favorite Instagram pets to follow? Oh, my gosh. I think the people that do Doug the Pug are just so funny. And they've really and you can see the touch of humor. And what they've done is just that is truly hands down one of my favorites.
1: That is awesome. Okay, we're going to link all of these links that we have or everything that we discussed, we'll link in the uh, video description so you can go check out everything else. For now, I do have to take a break so we can hear from our sponsors, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, I'm going to ask Kendra all about dating and dogs. sit tight. Molly,
0: here's your dinner. <laughs> There's a six inch tray for large bowls and a four inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C A T T R E E T R A Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet, Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. .com.
1: Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, And today I'm speaking to Kendra Clark, who is an author, who is a blogger, who is a lawyer by day and pet lover by life. She is going to help me decipher some uh, key moves for those single people who have dogs and are, you know, looking for the perfect mate. So in our second game today, Kendra, forgive me because it's about to get a little risque in here. This game is called Wing Dog. And according to Urban Dictionary, and please audience know that I did not define this as such, I am reading directly from the Urban Dictionary definition of wing dog, unless you are familiar already, which you probably already have an idea of what a wing dog is. So according to Urban Dictionary, a wing dog is similar to a wingman in that he helps his buddy get laid. Promise you those aren't my words, but that's what apparently a wing dog does. If things go right and the wing man has done his job, the wing dog is at home to help you seal the deal. Sometimes the wing dog is good to meet girls at the park. So there's an an example always on Urban Dictionary, like the term used in a sentence. And so here's the example of the term. Wing dog used in a sentence. I met 10 babes at the beach Saturday with my wing dog, roadie, which I think is a hilarious name to choose for this purpose. So we're gonna talk about wing dogs and how a wing dog could help somebody land a date. And in order to do that, we're playing this game inspired by six essential rules for dating that I found on brides.com. Love it. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm gonna tell you each of these essential rules for dating, and you're gonna tell me how a wing dog would facilitate this process. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Put yourself out there. How does a wing dog help?
2: He can go with you to places where you wouldn't otherwise want to go alone. Such as? The dog park, the bar, out to lunch, because you're technically not alone.
1: That's true. I've always been partial to eating by myself, but I get a lot of people just feel like dorks when they're eating by themselves out. So taking your pet with you to yappy hour by yourself is not like going to happy hour by yourself and being like the lonely
2: guy or girl sitting at the bar. Yes, I totally
1: hear that. All right. Next one. Keep an open mind. How does a wing dog help?
2: My gosh, I have so many examples in the book of quite the opposite, (laughs) where wing dogs, if they're not behaved properly, can actually mess up the deal. But keeping an open mind, if they're really cute, I guess, they they would have the other party keeping an open mind. Oh, I know, I know, I know, sorry. If the other party had a cat, you could keep an open mind, potentially, if the wing dog got along with the cat. Ooh, I like that. My husband
1: actually said something similar where he, I cuz I always, you know, when we're talking about the show, I will sometimes run the games by him. And he said, well, what if you kind of aren't sure about the person? Like you're like, not sure about the chemistry, but your dog loves the person. So it might actually encourage you to maybe give another date where maybe you would have like shut it down.
2: That is so true. I do have a section about that. What if they like your, your date better than you? Oh, no.
1: Oh, my God. Well, let's not go that far. I mean, that I will shut that down so quick. You can't like anybody more than me, dog. All right. Next one. How does a wing dog
2: help you stay safe? Oh, well, they could protect you mm-hmm. and, you know, you would maybe meet a date that you wouldn't otherwise meet quicker in person because you have a dog there as your guardian. That's true. That's very true. And you probably
1: would be staying in outdoor public places, right? With dogs. Like that, that, that might be a more, if you're like scared, you're getting like a weird vibe. You're like, well, I don't really want to go to happy hour with you, but I'll meet you at the dog park.
2: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. I like that. All right. Next one. A wing dog helps you set your own pace.
2: Oh, for sure. Because if you have to leave or do something, you could always say it's because your dog needs to eat, needs to exercise, any other things. Absolutely. I'm guilty of doing that. I remember uh,
1: having gone to, I think the symphony with somebody and I was totally getting friend vibes. I wasn't into it. I was exhausted. It'd been a long week and my dog actually had a gastro issue. And I was like, my dog has a gastro issue. I can't leave him alone too long. And well, I think that's, Speaking about diarrhea in any dating context really (laughs) shuts things down. So he was happy to see me go and we never got together again. So I totally agree. Perfect excuse to leave. All right. Next one. Okay. So how do this tip is to remember forming connections takes time. How does a dog wing dog help you remember that?
2: Well, you always have to think about their needs and how they will be accepted by the other party. And will they actually pick up the poop in the, in the backyard with you or will they not? Will they let you carry on life the same with your dog? So you can be more thoughtful about each step before you take it.
1: It's so true. It's like having kids like I, I luckily am not a single mom, but if I were dating with children, I would be like, how is this person going to be as a stepfather? How is this person going to be as a dog dad? Right? Like we definitely take sure. our time and maybe observe things a little more closely because it's not just us that has, you know, the risk of being let down. Right. I love that. All right. Last one. And this one's an easy one. Your winged dog should help you maintain a positive attitude. How do dogs help us maintain positive attitudes
2: in dating? By living, (laughs) being our pals and waking up and being there every day and getting and being there when we get home.
1: Yes, and when there is a heartbreak, there's nothing better than a glass of wine, a movie and a dog on your lap, right?
2: Right, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, if the dog loves me, I'm okay. It's their loss, not ours, right?
2: Somebody does, right?
1: Yes. More space on the couch for snuggles with the dogs. All right. Well, um, I actually want to talk about your expertise here in dating with dogs. Um, is there anything that you say is a to not
2: do when dating with dogs? Um, maybe I think rush it and expect that the other person is as in love with your dog as you are right Ooh. it took us you know we knew and we've developed this relationship for however long you've had your dog but other people haven't and they're kind of thrown into this and they may like you but they may not be dog people right away it doesn't mean they won't ever be mm-hmm. and it may take a while to smooth them over so you know slowing going slow and um, always like having high expectations that you want them to love your dog as much as you do, but taking it slow and allowing the process to happen naturally.
1: I love that, that is excellent advice. Yeah, I mean, it takes time for things to happen and for people to bond and pets to bond with each other. Absolutely. So I'll share a little story. I I dated plenty before I met my husband and I remember going out on a date with a guy and um, we're in the car, And he's like nonstop sneezing, just could not stop sneezing, could not stop sneezing. I mean, just like watery eyes, red nose. It was winter and I was wearing a wool coat that was, of course, covered in pet hair because I've been working with dogs professionally since 2008. And I promise I'm not a dirty person. I had showered. uh, My coat was relatively clean, not freshly dry clean, but relatively clean. But, you know, the hazards of living with dogs. And we literally had to stop at a CVS to pick up Zyrtec before going to the club. Should I have called it a night that night? I mean, is there any way of moving forward at that point?
2: Unless there was, you know, i oh gosh, that's so hard. Because you never know how crazy he was. He would be about you. Maybe he would go get an injection every month and maybe it would be fine. But- The cautionary tale in that is that typically people that do have those allergies will not be dog people just because they've never been able to be around dogs.
1: True. Very, very true. You know, the good thing for me in that case is that he then bought like a shot for another woman at the bar that night. So I didn't have to make any decisions. (laughs) I was just like, see you later, buddy. Not for me. But yes, I was happy that I gave him a little allergy attack before I left the building. All right. Next question is You're an attorney. So I'm sure this comes up a lot for you. Let's say that all of these tips have worked and a person finds their significant other and they decide to adopt another dog or a dog together in the dating process. Do you or do
2: you not recommend a pre puptual agreement? Oh, I would recommend one for sure. Because just like anything in life, every contract we ever work on as a lawyer, (laughs) it's all fine at the time that it's being, and it's actually often a metaphor is used that it's dating, everything's rosy. And then when she hits the fan, that's where you need that. So yeah, at least, I mean, if you don't want to write it down, at least have clear expectations. They may be forgotten in the heat of things after someone truly falls in love, but you know, you can remind them of that in the heat of expectation, in the heat of the moment, at least.
1: Okay. So would you recommend, say that a a woman and a man decide they're not living together, they're getting a dog together, they're moving in together in the future. Would you recommend that one of them adopt the dog legally? Yes. And then they can, you know, decide about sharing custody later once they are married and things like that.
2: Yeah. And sometimes that just happens naturally. Like Mm -hmm. one person will be the driver. One person will be the one that finds it. So I think that's easy to navigate and to be able to make happen. I wouldn't. Even a house is probably an easier way to get out of that than a dog. Mm -hmm. You can sell the house. Split the yes. proceeds, right? True, true. Uh, even though um, some may say it's a more expensive purchase and a larger purchase, uh, gosh, I would uh, definitely have clear expectations around getting a dog.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And actually, I personally had an experience where I had to share. I share custody with somebody for five years of my dogs, and then when I moved on and moved out of the area, it did get a little sticky. And luckily, we had it in writing that I was the primary caregiver. And so even though the other person really, really tried to convince me and pull my heartstrings to let them stay, they came with me to Louisiana and it was all exactly as it should have been. So, yes. I too agree.
2: Uh, even if it's just in an email agreement. put yeah. it writing somehow. Yeah. Well, that is huge foresight. I mean, because when things are rosy, it's hard to think of stuff like that.
1: Well, no, actually, it was a separation agreement that also included the dogs. And actually, my attorney had said, do not share custody. He's only trying to like keep you in the relationship. It's just a way to keep you attached. Mm-hmm. And financially, it made sense for him to continue to care for them because I was a small business owner. They were two big dogs, young. One of them was accident prone. So it made sense financially, but we also needed to set some boundaries. So yeah, we did set the boundaries in writing with an attorney. And even though she discouraged me from including them or from including him in their lives, after the separation, it all worked out for the best. Good. There was a few tense moments, I'm not going to lie, but it was in writing, so I was taken care of. So tell us, how can our audience learn more about your book? Tell us more about what it entails and how they can find it and buy it for themselves.
2: Yeah, so it's Mother Pop, and Adorables available on Amazon and any large seller of books. And uh, you can find us at, at Popular Pills. And if you are looking for any other products for your dogs, we have a little um, a little shop on our site and some great information. And for your listeners, a discount code of Popular Fifteen get fifteen percent off. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about your products. Yeah, so we started. I started on this journey. Um, I have an older dog. She's about sixteen, and Ooh. I I am a corporate attorney in the cannabis world, and I noticed that a lot of a lot of people were having some serious benefits around hemp and CBD. And so I started experimenting with my dog and then quickly worked with a biochemist to create a product that we thought was far superior than anything out there. And that's currently for sale on our site. And it's a chicken flavored spray, which is, has CBD and other botanicals in there that are you know, research-based and known to fight inflammation. And then we also have a calm product. So you can find both of those.
1: I love it. Thank you so much. I'm a huge believer in CBD. I do recognize, like you said, that there's a lot of different products out there. They're not all created equals. So the fact that you even work in your full-time job and you have all those contacts, I'm sure helped you get something yes. really, really awesome to market.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm glad you're a fan because yes. there's so much evidence that it supports.
1: There is so much good stuff out there for our, especially for our aging dogs and for our anxious mm-hmm. dogs. CBD is just so Awesome. 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 I highly agree. I I agree with you and I highly recommend everybody check out. So it's on Pet Pals.
2: Popular Pet Pals is our, on our Instagram and thepopularpets.com is our website. And that's where you can find all different products and then tons of information. I'm really trying to build up our blogs and provide people with just fun information about enjoying life with their pets awesome you are so much
1: fun i love your book i love the tone
2: you took with it it's very playful
1: it's very fun like you just did an interview with uh, cindy from um social dog and she too said the same thing as i believe is that we all need to chill and need to have a little fun and uh your book is really just really playful and i always respond really well to that so here's to you for your awesome book for all the good stuff that's on the horizon for you cheers and thank you for being my guest
2: Thank you, you as well. And I appreciate it so much.
1: My pleasure. Absolutely. And I'd like to propose a toast to our executive producer, Mark Winter, and to our audience on YouTube and our listeners on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for spending your time with us. Here's to a life covered in pet hair because there's no better way to live. Cheers. Cheers. To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit coveredinpethair.com or petliferadio.com. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time.
0: Let's talk pets.